0: Hey, I'm Tommy Chong, welcome to High on
1: Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome uh. to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from percysgrowroom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week,
0: we have Monkey Do. Hey, how's it going everybody? Monkey down here in the southeast US, baking in all this heat down here. I mean, if you want some warmth, Australia, come out here, take it home with you. Leave the cold, please. Yeah. Nice. No, it was our bubble hawk. What you say, bubble hawk?
1: It's yeah,
2: get it. Free, free, freezing. Yeah, yeah, fucking <laughs> early morning, early morning cold down here, <laughs> guys. I'll send, you all the... From the land
0: of I'll send you all the heat you want, buddy.
2: Yeah, just stick the fans on and blow it this way. I've been, <laughs> I've been hiding in the grow room with the, the tent flaps open and the fans on, just blowing some of the LED heat at me. Uh, that's the only only way to keep warm. It's Ooh. not. It isn't actually that cold, as Viking said. Today's not that bad. Yesterday was savage, but today is not bad. LED. We heat. we also oh.
1: have uh the roving reporter who will be joining us a little bit later on in the news, but right now he's in chat getting us YouTube flags. Thanks for that, Billy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I see the flag you put it there.
1: Yeah. You see that shit? It's a bit early. early. It's a bit early. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So your Marge, she is out still this week. She is, uh, she's at an event. I can't remember what the event's called, but I'm sure we're going to hear about it all all next week. So when she's back next week, we'll find out what she's been up to. But She's busy, busy, busy. Yeah. You know, doing the good work that she does. So she'll be back next week. And But it's the three of us again, but it was a good episode last week, you know, it got a little bit tipsy on that whiskey, I do have to say, you know, especially <laughs> by the end.
0: Well, Man, I, 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 I really so, like the fact that we forgot to record the whole thing. That was oh, really God. wonderful. What the, what the actual, <laughs> you know, God damn oh. it, it. Everybody, you know, you was
1: all here and we were there like, oh, we've probably got to make a mistake somewhere. <laughs> and but, and it, re, it went reasonably fine all the way through the whole show. And then we got to the end of the the show, and we're, we're speaking for like fifteen minutes in the background here, behind the curtain. And then <laughs> Monkey's like, "Mackie, we forgot to record the show."
0: <laughs> That's what happens uh, oh, when you go to hit the stop button, and there's no no stop button around. Like, what mm, the heck?
1: Uh, oh shit! So, yeah, that that was the big mistake from last week, everybody. But we managed to get the audio from YouTube and uh, edit that to get the episodes out. So we still got the episodes out last week. It's just, you know, the audio wasn't as professional as it usually is. But this week we, we do have the record button pressed, everybody. So don't worry. Don't worry. Back to the usual quality this week. I don't think
0: that they were worried at all. I probably didn't man, even the difference, you know? No. bunch of stoners, just like Turpo said, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gellert's calling for me to have a, a drunken bubble show. Yeah, not, not happening, man. It's just, you, I end it's up... It's definitely your turn next, bro. I just, yeah, well, you'll just end up with Russell Coit online, man. That's... <laughs> what the know. fuck is that? Have you not <laughs> seen Russell Coit, man? No, All no. the adventures, Russell Coit, so... Uh, <laughs> You know, Kath and Kim? Nope. You ever seen Kath and Kim? Oh, you're missing out, bro. Look up All Aussie Adventures, Russell Coit, and um, come back to me after you finish watching some of that. It's well, little, remind me after
1: it. the show, right? All right. <laughs> or, or, you know, tomorrow, send, send me some Instagram reels of it. Me and Bubba, yeah. we send oh. Instagram reels to each other quite often. And one of the ones I sent him recently was quite funny. It was uh, some granddad. <laughs> had got his kid a copy of Minecraft for Christmas yeah. Kampf, oh, you know? lovely. <laughs> and, and his son you know because it was for his son's son he was, he was the granddad he was like for fuck's sake dad I asked you to get me a Minecraft Minecraft it's
0: <laughs> <laughs> <a> savage,
1: savage <laughs> what an absolute fuck up you know
2: <laughs> so funny
1: don't be so ungrateful you little shit
2: read you know, it take the, read- take the book and read it you little
0: prick <laughs> i thought it was a maybe a book about your struggle learning how to have minecraft i have no idea
1: um <laughs>
2: Damn. funny yeah Damn. Uh, yes i uh, i won't i won't go in i won't say that oh <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's that too much yeah. funny uh, shit man
1: what well, else happened that's this week i mean obviously we've all watched the uh, the submarine been watching the submarine this week everybody's been watching that tv and you know there's lots of stuff that's been going on in the background which is why the submarine shit has been at the front of the news because there's been stuff in the background that you really should be finding out about but we won't talk about that yet because you know youtube flags we're waiting to the smoke break we might discuss it there but shit things are going crazy anyway yeah uh in other Show related stuff. We had a real good interview this week from, uh Jeremy from Builder soil which will be going out on Wednesday.
0: So can you check believe that, it? Out, everybody? Mm-hmm. We finally got it done.
1: Yes, third yeah. time lucky, and it was worth the wait. That was a good was. interview, man. There's a I lot of good information. Of, in that interview. I
0: got a lot of good information from it, and he was a, a fountain of knowledge, just sharing anything you asked. Exactly, beautiful yeah, stuff. Man. Good, good stuff coming. Yes, man, indeed.
1: Uh lots of good yeah Turpo was there said lots of good info in that interview but anyway what you smoking on monkey what you got today
0: uh got some blue dream I just cleaned up so nice
2: nice in the in the volcano today
1: nice what about you bubble what you got today
2: the daily struggle so it's either (laughs) (laughs) it's either blackjack rosin Skittles Rosin or because I have been enjoying um I have been enjoying some Doobies recently, and I do have some papers nice. here, so I may just roll myself a joint. And if I do that, it'll be blackjack. Because if I do skittles, I'll be asleep. Weak, weak. It's too, bro. i I've been up for like half an hour. If I smoke now, I'll go back to bed. It'll just be Oof. like, like dabs, are fine. They'll wake me up. But I hit a doob, and that'll be, I'll, you know, melt into the chair and go missing for an hour. Man, I feel
1: like I haven't slept for days fucking tired all the time man. it's a bit shit it's the warmth Oops. it's the heat in the uk you know it's killer it's, it's not killer it's not we're just not used to it
2: it's staying up looking at all those um, submarine memes that's what it is oh yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> who's got the violin that's right geller you know what i'm saying so we better crack on with cannabis news and events because uh, otherwise we'll just sit here all day just talking shit about submarines and stuff you know what i mean
0: that'd be fine right, let's do that yeah, 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 I could easily a, just, do that.
2: Just pull the two <laughs> balls and go straight to the smoke break. You'll be fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, just flick screens. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn, um, get more flags over on Bubbles' channel. But yes, yes we, we do have some news stories that we should crack on with. So, well, there's Doctor Evil just popped in there as well. And uh, yeah, Doctor Evil's part of the badge crew. He has one of those badges. Them high and homegrown badges. Everybody, very oh, nice. nice. Yes, man. So congratulations to him. There's lots of cool badges, man. Well, lots of uh, badges gone out to cool people. Anyway, so I hope you all like them badges and we'll be sending out more very soon. But for now, let's do the cannabis news and events. Let's get it done. Yes. So it's time for the cannabis news and events. We have a big piece of news that we received just before the show was starting really not too not too far before the show started and i think monkey is going to cover it so monkey you want to hear that one from the
0: un okay um this is a i'm going to say a very poorly written story because uh re- reading it to uh, my wife she's like you need to edit this so this has been edited <laughs> for clarity because oh, cool, there's a cool. lot of a lot of technical crap so some some pieces will be left out though so anyway un experts call for an end to global war on drugs Right. Okay. Yes, it's an important one. Okay. The international community must replace punishment with support and promote policies that respect, protect, and fulfill the rights of all, the UN experts said today. Ahead of the International Day Against Drug Use and Illicit Trafficking 2023, they called for a transformative change in the international approach to drugs, focusing on health and other human rights, and issued the following statement. Okay, this is a crazy statement. The war on high
1: when they wrote this. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you'll see toward the end
0: there's quite a bit in this statement. Okay. The war on drugs may have understood to a significant extent as a war on people. Its impact has been greatest on those who live in poverty, and it frequently overlaps with discrimination directed at marginalized groups, minorities, and indigenous people. In our reporting and experience, we have found that such discriminatory impact is a common element among uh, cross drug policies with regard to the widest range of human rights, including the right to personal liberty, freedom from torture, ill treatment and forced labor, fair trial, the right to health, including access to essential medicines, palliative care, comprehensive drug and prevention and education, drug treatment and harm reduction, the right to adequate housing, freedom from discrimination, and the right to equal treatment before the law, right to a clean, healthy, and sustainable environment, cultural rights and freedoms of expression, religion, and assembly, and association. Jesus, so that is did the whole of... GPT write this? What <laughs> the <Yeah>. fuck? They, <laughs> they, they are anning the hell out of it, but when you actually break it all down, Yeah, they got some points here, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I didn't see anything that they put down here that, that 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 was incorrect. So, yeah, it's a big statement. It's a confusing statement, but they are right. Okay, globally, drug control has massive costs for the dignity, humanity and freedom of people of African descent, with reports showing that people of African descent face disproportionate and unjust law enforcement interventions, arrest, and incarceration for drug related offenses. In various countries, the war on drugs has more been effective as a system of racial control than a tool to reduce drug markets. That's saying a whole lot right there. We you know we've said this oh, over mm-hmm. and over that, that, you know, uh, unfortunately, law enforcement has used the war on drugs as a as a weapon to control people. It sees it wants to control. And that's mm-hmm. not a good thing at all. It, it leaves everything up to law enforcement discretion. That's never yes. a recipe for fairness ever. No. Under international laws, states that have not yet abolished the death penalty may only impose capital punishment for the most serious crimes, meaning crimes of extreme gravity involving intentional killing. Drug offenses clearly do not meet this threshold. However, drug-related offenses are still punishable by death in over 30 countries.
1: Fuck.
0: We've yeah. been talking about Singapore. I mean, they recently Yeah, I thought that was the only one. There's another 29 of them dickheads. Uh, what the that's... Some Arab countries in there too, man, that'll do it. I mean, it would be. Yeah, I mean, it's serious out there, but they're making a good point here. You know, everyone without exception has a right to life-saving harm reduction interventions, which are essential for the protection of the right to the health of people who use drugs. However, according to a UN data, only one in eight people with drug dependence have access to appropriate treatment and coverage of that harm reduction service may be, is, remains very low. The situation is particularly crucial for women, LGBTQ people, and people of marginalized groups. As the world grows older, drug use among older people, over 65, has also increased. The COVID-19 pandemic has a ne- had a negative impact on the health and well-being of older persons, and studies show an increased use of pain relievers, Tranquilizers and sedatives among this age group. The criminalization of substances traditionally used by indigenous people, such as coca leaf, can also result in the suppression, undermining, and marginalization of traditional and in indigenous knowledge systems and medicine, which has a wide ranging health impact and is rooted in discriminatory hierarchies and conceptions. Forced eradications of crops, including those through aerial sprayings of highly hazardous pesticides, can cause serious harm to the environment and clean water, as well as the health and welfare of indigenous communities. Indigenous people that might be affected by these and other drug control operatives must must be meaningfully consulted and guarantees should be given that their lives, cultural practices, land, and natural sources are not violated. Wow, you're basically saying that the U.S. can't go around spraying paracrot wherever the hell it wants anymore. You know, I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's crazy. Would you would you guys <laughs> want the, your government just flying over your house, spraying stuff because oh well, we just felt like it?
1: I'm sick of them putting chemicals know, yeah. in the water that's turning the frogs gay. <laughs> yeah, oh, geez, here we're going don't with open this that Pandora's box, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Jones. Oh, my God. Sorry. Sorry. Tangent.
0: Criminal laws and the punitive use of administrative and other sanctions stigmatize already marginalized populations. Criminalization results in significant barriers to access to health services, including those HIV and palliative care and in other human rights violations. As called for by the UN system, common position on drug related matters, drug use and possession for personal use should be decriminalized as a matter of urgency. Drug use or dependence are never a sufficient justification for detaining a person. Compulsory drug detention and rehabilitation centers need to be closed and replaced with voluntary, evidence-informed and rights-based health and social services in the community. In line with the theme this year, people first, stop the stigma and de- discrimination, strengthen prevention. The UN and the international community have a historical responsibility to reverse the devastation brought on by the decades of global war on drugs on communities that have been marginalized and discriminated against. The UN calls for human rights protection. As we did in, in 2022, we call on a member states and all UN agencies to ground their drug policies responses in international human rights laws and standards. We urge member states and international bodies to, uh, to supersede their current drug policies with ones grounded in the principles of the application of, of comprehensive, restorative, and regenerative justice approach. Now more than ever, the international community must replace punishment with support and promote the policies that respect, protect, and fulfill the rights of all. Bang. Bang.
1: Now This a is statement. fucking major, man. This is it pretty is, big, I think.
0: Huge. But it goes, like, you know, but first thing that hits me right there, yes, I'm, I'm really happy that the UN has a group that's doing this. But didn't we have an article about two, three months ago where the UN was issuing a warning to the United States because we were letting some states have, have uh, cannabis legalized and they have already yeah. issued the same warning to to uh, Uruguay and Canada? So, I mean, it's like mm-hmm, they're, mm-hmm. talking out of both sides of their mouths. Oh, as they do, as all
1: these political organizations do. Well, they've probably realized to some extent that uh, hold on, uh, we we can't really do anything about this, so we need to just pretend like we're on their side now. Or there been a or <laughs> a certain yeah. kind of donor came along, and was like, oh, we need to open this company here, but your UN treaty with all these different countries are stopping us from doing it. Please change the uh your ass your outlook on the drug laws so we can open our, up our companies. Here's
2: ten million dollars.
1: Yeah. yeah, and, and then there you
2: there's, go. There's a, there's <laughs> a lot of behind the scenes shit we're not seeing. Mm-hmm. However, I'm you know I like it. I I think it's a, really this has been because this is one of the main reasons that a lot of governments are going. Oh no 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 we can't do anything. We can't mm-hmm, change mm-hmm. anything. Because the UN said we can't now UN comes out with this. Well, what's your fucking excuse now? Yep, yeah, that's that's right, you know? right
1: man. Yeah, because for a long time it has the, the one of the excuses, one of the major excuses that countries haven't legalized cannabis, especially for recreational use, is there was a UN treaty which was made back in the seventies to say that cannabis can't be legalized for recreational use, otherwise you're against this UN treaty.
0: Oh, you mean um, that treaty that the US forced the the uh, UN to adopt?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah
2: i pretty remember much, that one. pretty much pretty much on, was on, it, yeah. yeah on the sly too it's mm-hmm. like last last and minute. now
1: you know the u.s has forced them to change their minds you know
2: <laughs> yeah. i think but, the u.n pretty
0: much looks at it like yeah nobody's going to change the the, uh, the the world's mind at this point i think the cannabis revolution has gone too far and they realize at know. this point they can't win but you know what we no. need to see we need to see Apologies from all of these
1: motherfuckers. Oh, we are sorry. Uh, We were wrong. We are sorry for all the people
0: we have taken years of their lives away from.
1: We are sorry for the way we have changed. That we lied
0: to you is what I want to hear. I'm sorry that we said so many bad lies. You know. I'm sorry
1: that you flinch every time a helicopter flies over your house, thinking, "Oh shit, is
0: the light on?" You know. (laughs) And the big devastation for Monkey that they're going to have to apologize. I'm sorry, Monkey. There is no bat weed.
1: No. What? No, no! Don't say that. Well, I mean reparations.
0: You know what I'm saying, Billy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Billy? Well, good. <laughs> I want reparations. Give me the bat weed, damn it! I want oh, to fly around God. the room.
2: I think I honestly think that's the closest anyone's ever going to get to an apology. Is that statement coming out of the UN? No, I mean, yeah, it's it's like really. I don't give a
1: fuck about the apology. Keep the apology. You just stop treating us all like criminals. You know, and this is a big step in the right direction. Hopefully this can make a difference to a lot of people's lives, man. And hopefully different countries around the world can now start actually doing something and legalizing cannabis. Uh, well, or at the very least decriminalizing it and stop treating people like criminals for the simple possession of harmless herbs. It's a yeah. farce. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that not, not just, to, you know, treating us like criminals, killings in some countries, people because of simple mm-hmm. possession of cannabis. That's so just ridiculous. Mm. Come on, people! This is so dumb. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we we hope that it could actually end soon, but you know, this is this fight just getting started,
1: yeah. guys. Dan the Indoor Man said, "Still won't make any difference here <laughs> in the UK," and I agree
0: with Dan the Indoor Man. You know right, I'm saying because I think you the, know, what if no the UK? Here. <laughs> what if the UK went around and completely adopted a policy saying that it was that uh, was no longer uh, believing that. Would that make Man, a I, difference? If they no, rejected? I'd, I'd want to know who the fuck paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody who wanted Every, to grow cannabis in the
2: UK. Yeah, that's who. Uh, ev- ever the skeptic there, Mackie.
0: Land of
1: hope and glory, my <laughs> ass. <laughs> <All right.
2: laughs>
1: Just saying. Just saying. You know, goddamn. This is one of the reasons why we've been all be watching that uh, submarine thing. There's lots of things going on in the U UK politics this week, which they don't want us to talk about. So it's here. Look at this submarine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The yeah. uh, uh, UN says that we've we've been uh, trampling everybody's human rights for the last nearly hundred years. But here, look, a sub imploded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Damn. Typical. Yeah, man. Uh, The roving
1: reporter is going to be joining us soon as well. I don't know if he's in the Zoom room already. Let me have a quick check. I don't hear him knocking. No. And if he was knocking, I'd be sceptical.
2: There's no scratching at the window.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's just got his hand too close to the door, you know? (laughs) Heavy breathing through the mail
2: slot. (laughs) But
1: But yes, the roving reporter has been out Around the world, they let him out of the UK for a while for some reason. I don't know oh. why he's allowed out. He should be really just kept here for the safety of everybody. But he's been on holiday
3: recently. I
1: think he's in now. Is he in?
3: Yes, he should be in.
1: He is here. He's, he's in. Oh, let's pretend that we can't hear him. No, he isn't in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I see him. He can't is hear connect- me.
3: I'm just going to talk
1: more. <laughs> is he connected to dialogue. audio
0: yet? Is he on the audio connected?
3: unmute
0: your mic. Unmute oh, your wait, mic.
3: Wait, wait. Let me test my mic. Do we have him yet?
1: <laughs> I'm just scared about what he's going to test it with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Just
3: the pause was enough to frighten people, wasn't it? <laughs> you know,
1: everybody's just waiting there in suspense with wide <laughs> eyes, <laughs> thinking, no. No, no, no. no, no, with their not hands that, over their no. no. <laughs> ears. <Yeah. laughs> yes, man. How's it going, Billy? Um, good?
3: Not, not too bad. Not too bad, but Sweet. also not too good. But that's a different story. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I was on holiday to Tenerife. No way. Yes, way. Is, is it a tenner for a reefer out yeah, in Tenerife? It is about that roughly for some some of them, but nice. a little bit more for others. Where is Tenerife? Tenerife is in the Canary Islands. Oh, very nice. Very which nice. is basically off the coast of Africa, which really is in line with like Morocco. So it's sort of like it's Spanish territory. It's mm-hmm. sort of more more african sort of influenced in a way but they're they're islanders so they have their very uniqueness in the canarians they're very nice gentle people really
2: nice so so what you're what you're what, telling us is that you're getting paid too much for these roving reporters yeah i Reports, think so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, how's
1: this motherfucker getting paid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: But traditionally, the Canaries is like the connection from like Africa and Europe and sort of the South Americas with the sailing and the pirates. So it's still got quite a pirate mentality on the island with how it trades. So hence a lot of...
2: It's got a lot of one-legged
3: people. Yeah, a lot of of one-legged eye patches
2: people. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Just rolling barrels of rum around with a stick.
3: (laughs) No, but the drugs trade still run quite through, obviously, because it's got the... It's the natural link from from everywhere,
1: right? Is it legal in Tenerife?
3: Um, it still is a Spanish territory, so it's the same as Barcelona. Right. So it's like oh, a okay. grey area type decriminalized, area. but yeah. yes, yes, it runs in exactly the same way as the Spanish clubs would, and all of that. So you but it's a it's slightly more on the
0: street kind
3: of thing. No, no, no consuming on the street. The police frown to that. Um, some, okay. People can you can get away with smoking the odd joint on the beach if you're away from people and stuff. But if people complain, the police will hunt you down and fine you.
0: Okay. Yeah. They're,
3: they're quite Um, but in the clubs, uh, the clubs have got uh, insignia outside on quite many of them, so they have their name of the club and like a little ganja leaf and all that. And but but there's no uh, advertising such. That you won't be handing out leaflets and such. That's sort of frowned upon. The police don't like that. That's sort of against the law as well. So the clubs that do, some of them try to employ these people, either get shut down or get raided often, and and they're not really. Only a few can really get away with that, and I think that's probably because they've got a bit more establishment with the local mayors and stuff. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. not that bribery. No, no bribery going on allegedly there, but it's mm-hmm. it's how the drug system works still in in Spain. Right, but for tourists, it's it's brilliant. Because, oh,
1: right. it made... so, so was it easy to get cannabis then? And you know, you yeah, yeah, because really,
3: when, when tourist tradition used to go abroad, we'd be looking for the sunglasses guy, isn't it, Really, the, the lucky, lucky man, yeah, yeah. lucky, lucky men selling you your That's things. It. But now, so in a way, it's taken their trade, but it makes it more safe because I can now go in like a dispensary or a cannabis, um, same as a Amsterdam coffee shop, really, but it's behind a closed door. So you go in, you give your ID, so it'd be a driving license, a passport. Prove your age and who you are. You get given your club card and away you go to look at the menu to consume whatever products you want, really. And because of that, it's it just makes it easier for people like me who are disabled and need cannabis almost pretty much straight after they land, really, without Mm -hmm. having to worry of taking our own on holidays because you can technically take your prescriptions into Spain, but the amount of harassment. Harassment you get for doing out the paperwork and and for people who don't have a prescription again, it just makes it impossible. So,
1: do you look forward to like the rectal searches and things like that? I know you. <laughs> <in the community. laughs> <laughs> said
3: about that the better <laughs> now, but um it does make it more interesting that the fact that we can go there as as tourists, cannabis tourists as well. But it's mm-hmm. also more of a. A recreational and medical thing because you can go, there, you can get oils, you can have dabs, you can uh choose your what flowers you want. So you can test some that you think, oh, "I'm going to test these few strains. Yeah, I like them. I'll can buy a bulk of them for my holiday." Or you could, like me, just test the whole like menu as such. So it's this, oh, it's the variety what really makes the uh difference and the easy access because there's, I would say, I'd I probably see. 30 clubs which I passed walking, just advertising. There's probably nice. like 50 to 100 lurking away all over the place, if you know what I mean. Because I only stayed cool, in one, one small spot. So it's it's really nice for you to think, okay, I can go on holiday. I can turn up to my hotel, go to the Canopies Club. You're only allowed to really consume inside, but a lot of people take get back to the hotel and consume on balconies. Majority of hotels are quite open to you, some are a bit not. So choosing your wise hotel would be wise (laughs) Mm -hmm. but but apart from that there isn't really too much hassle um if you're smart take a vaporizer with you then you probably be able to vape on the beach if you're a sun lover like that maybe around the pool if you're lucky with your hotel if you get what I mean so it's sort of like a bit hit and miss but I think for vaporizing outside it'd be a lot better smoking blunts on the beach at the far end of the beaches is this is what I have done when I went? Had a couple ones because I'm not a sun worshiper, and it was very hot. So I had thirty minutes in a joint mm. in the sun was enough. I've you know, been from London and that you yeah. know it's uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit warm. Yeah. You yeah. know
1: it when exactly, it gets past yeah. twenty degrees,
3: it's like shoot, damn. So it is a bit like that. So and also smoking the sun isn't really that nice if it's too hot because you become like dehydrated and you don't mm. enjoy yeah. that. You don't get the relaxed buzz you want so much. I don't think. Well, I don't anyway. So.
2: Getting flashbacks of my yeah. youth in summer. Yeah,
3: well,
1: basically. <laughs>
2: well, it's just sitting in the bush out behind school, having a few bongs, just so melting in
1: the heat. You'd recommend it though, right? You're oh, a, yeah, sounds for like sure. You'd definitely recommend it for people to uh, go out there.
3: For someone who wants to go for the sun, the beaches, uh, easy access to food and cannabis, then this is a place to go really, to be honest, because Barcelona, it's still a bit awkward, if you got, know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Amsterdam is, is dying there isn't no sun and beaches either so you're getting like the best of all the worlds in a way so if the nice. Canary Islands can pull their finger out because they are separate to Spain as well they could change the laws completely uh, if you know what I mean so they're, they're like a province of Spain they're not actually the Spanish territory if you know. I mean it's like Guernsey and Jersey and Isle of Man with us and all of that thing if you know mm-hmm. I mean Canary mm-hmm. Island. So they could just change the law sweepingly and make a lot of money and turn that into like a, a cannabis mecca which would just bring them untold billions. Mm-hmm. It's also like a European like a conservation area because of the volcanoes and the also the Uh, greenery they have there is very unique they have its own indigenous species which are unique to that only in the world so it's it has so much else to offer as well as just like the cannabis holidays but for for disabled people on the island it's really really good yeah i mean there's not many places where someone who's disabled and uses cannabis can go for an easy relaxed holiday in the sun
1: nice man and what's the quality
3: of the weed like out there and it depends on the clubs honest sure so some research into that would obviously be on your behalf but generally it's reasonable because it's a lot of islanders that are growing it and then the clubs will then go to these specific people who are growing and buy their cannabis and obviously the ones that are growing the better cannabis are obviously going to get better Mm -hmm. people come to buy it so it's like a buyer's market so the Obviously, I'm going to the club. Like I like that one, I buy that one. Then I go back and buy more. So obviously, the club's going to think, "Yeah, I'm buying more weed off of this dude," and then go back to that dude. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a win-win situation in that manner because you're choosing what you buy in in a in a more variety because it's most of it's grown on the island as well. Nice. Some some indoor, some outdoor. It all depends on your choice. Is a large variety. I can go through my list if you really want to know what sort of Strange yeah, have on the island.
1: Quick run through the list. Well, well I've I've only hash, man. What was the hash like? Oh, the uh, yeah, so they
3: close have a, They have Moroccan hash. Obviously, they call it commercial pollen, and that okay. is just. And if you're a, a hash smoker, who used to smoke, obviously back in the day, you're like, oh my gosh, oh my, that that's it, <laughs> that's mm. it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you're like it's like a blast from the past, and and so that that's really nice actually. So, um, but yeah, to go through the strain list, you have got like Strawberry, Glue Dream. Rainbow sherbet or commercial pollen diesel fire haze times Cali China tropical runts, um, silver grape sherbet, uh, back some more haze, uh, back again. Oh, there was blue gelato that was lovely. That was there was some really nice, good stuff out there. Um, so I had some CBD as well, which is grown on the island, some zabulona fruit CBD. What i done, I put my hash with my CBD. Nice. And, yeah, and because some of the THC was so tasty that it sort of like drowns out when you put your pollen with it. So they drown out the taste of it because I don't use tobacco. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, instead of vaping it, I'll try it with CBD. And that really made it really tasty as well. But, um, you had like tropical runts. You've got sherbet cake. You've got silver grapefruit sherbet. I think I might have said on Fruit joy. Boy, sage and sour. Forbidden fruit um gelato cake uh, more haze i got UK cheese yeah some some actual U, the UK cheese cuttings nice. are actually from the Exodus cheese from from the guys in South End who have been doing it for like back in from the, Luton back, from back Luton yeah from back That's in the saying. day so yeah so they're they're like recent cuts of them you've got Holy mm. Grail Kush some mela Verde. Um, which is something green. I can't remember what Melan means again. you got Melanade. That was fucking gorgeous. That was one of my favourites, the Melanade, actually. Nice. That was really, really, really sort of 80. <laughs> but as you can see, that, that's, that's quite an extensive list for them to have over the, the few days. They have sativas, indicas, hybrids, all labelled with the... THC, CBD, what the producer says, and you know, like some information on like the 73 percent indica THC. So, all the information they're labeled. So, you can have a good, I suppose, connoisseur at it all. Man, it sounds fucking decent, man. And, like, and it is. Maybe
1: we should uh, sort out like a purse's meetup in Tenerife. We're yeah. We can all I just get so. ourselves a big fucking villa with a pool in yeah, the back garden. Would. for, we for just... quite
3: cheap as well. It'd be much better to go there than Amsterdam. Oh, so, yeah. if people are going to do that as a as a group thing, even with with your own little personal group. I but Bubba can pay for it, man. He's oh, yeah, reasonably so I mean, rich. It, you, know
2: yeah. saying, you know what I'm saying, Bubble? Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's it's been and then life. after I've paid for it all, I'll just send you a fucking iPad so you yeah. can just take me along with you on Zoom. Cause then yeah. I won't <laughs> be able to afford my yeah. own yeah. fucking yeah. ticket. Could, yeah. yeah, Bumble's gotta pay like
1: five grand just to get
2: there. Shit. yeah, and that's 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 flying in the uh in the toilet. That's the cheapest seat. Mm-hmm. It, it
3: might have to fly to Africa first. Do they even go from Australia to some tiny little island? i get an like, no, easy to... jet flight there, mate. So you'd, have you'd, to, you'd, you'd probably would... have to fly to the UK to fly out there, wouldn't you, really? You'd either fly
2: to the UK Spain. or you'd fly to Spain. Yeah, yeah, and then you'd fly out of Spain. you got to gotta look on
1: the bright side, man. You know, we, we might have some really rich listeners out there who were considering going on submarine trips, but
2: they're not going to do that. <laughs> oh, jeez, uh, there no. we go. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Actually. You know what I'm saying? So they could point. spend
1: their money somewhere else, you know? Yeah, now,
2: <laughs> since the submarine thing sunk on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Might as
0: well
3: get a private really bad up on the way through. Well, more imploded on them than sunk though, wasn't it?
2: Well, I mean, it imploded then sunk, so you know. But you gotta give these billionaires a break,
3: man. They're under a lot of pressure right now.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it does seem that billionaires have just as much mental health as uh, as other uh, green haired yeah. and blue-haired people on the planet though, doesn't it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they all go to an extreme. Don't don't yes. seem to understand yes. the reality. Too
1: soon, too soon. I agree, Dan. Too soon. Too soon. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. stop too with soon. the submarine jokes. It's not funny. It's not funny. But yes, roving reporter. Thanks for the information on Tenerife, yeah. man. I think you've oh, uh, inspired I... a lot of people to definitely look into that. Shit. I think definitely
3: for, because it's cheap. All all the cheap airlines go there from all over the country and stuff. The little airports. We flew out from Bristol, so.
1: Nice. Isn't I accident
3: you... I accidentally found some pollen in in my suitcase on when I come home, which is really sad for me.
1: Yeah, that was terrible yeah, to yeah, bring terrible. that in like that. I you know, know it's terrible. Make sure you burn that as quickly as I, possible. I am. I'm burning yeah. the
3: evidence now. In and fact.
1: make sure you inhale <laughs> the fumes to make sure it doesn't pollute anybody else's air as well. You know, burn yeah. that shit, inhale it straight. Make sure you don't get to anybody else. Now, do the right thing. Yeah, I'll close do the, the
3: right door. hot box. it all in? Yes. Good
1: plan. Good, Good plan. plan. It's yeah. very responsible of you, there, Billy. Very responsible. Yes. Well, cheers, guys. It's many toys. But on another holiday soon, so
3: we can get you back. Yeah, on and talk I will about somewhere else. I will do, mate. I will do. Yeah. I'll let the we'll, so, we'll send you, back, you the check. As I do. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be in the mail. Okay. No problem.
1: <laughs> nice. Cheers, Billy.
3: Yeah. Bye. Everybody, bye. wave. Bye bye. We're waving, and they wave nicely. I said, people. <laughs> Uh, wave my fish, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, wave with your hand. <laughs> yeah, oh, you do like doing uh, the helicopter. Half... No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> half the chat's just
3: helicoptering at him. <laughs> the imagery, no, <laughs> <laughs> bye. See you later, believe. Right. Uh, leave meeting.
1: There we go. <laughs> nice on Billy. It's always good to get Billy in and tell us about his stuff, man. But that sounds like a nice location to go to, Tenerife. I bet it's mm. boiling this time of year, as right? Well. I bet it hits like thirty-five degrees or something. Being that close to Africa, I don't be. know. It's
0: it's on the water, so it might not be that bad. Mm-mm. So who's thinking about it? Let us know
1: in the chat, everybody. You all thinking about a trip to Tenerife after hearing the roving reporter tell us about his trips? You know what I mean? Mm, sounds good, man. I like the sound of that shit. Might have to book a holiday out there for next year or something. That's cool. So we do have more news that we should cover though, because you know this is the news and events. That was an event we just covered there, everybody. <laughs> so thanks again <laughs> to the rubber Report for coming to join us. But I have um, a story here which is from the UK and it's actually from a police website, everybody. Oh, so don't, don't tell them know. that we're looking at their website. All right. Uh, did you this hack, one you hacked
0: in you got you, you hacked on uh, no, i like hacked to them
1: i hacked them okay it says uh officers find around 34 cannabis plants at a house in
2: ron corn sounds like, like my, my house
0: last month you know yeah you, you know Hold what i'm on.
2: saying sorry uh, bubble? Uh, around 34 what you can't fucking count now? is that <laughs> oh they're about, about 30, thirty, and then they
0: start to guess after thirty. You know <laughs> what <laughs> it is? is yeah. They
1: found a couple of you know bamboo canes in a pot, and they're still yet to determine whether those are plants or not. You know? <laughs> yeah. God damn!
2: God. That's sent them off to the lab. <laughs> God,
0: so they yeah, have you to know, identify whether they're not counted as a cannabis plant or not.
1: <laughs> but yeah, you know, this is this is nothing major. It's only thirty-four plants. I don't know. It sounds crazy again. About thirty-four plants, you know, is not much because it really isn't. If you're doing a phenol hunt or something like that, you might have thirty-four fucking plants, only intending to grow five or six of them, maybe ten. You know, you're just looking for the good shit, so you're gonna get rid of twenty of them, whatever. Well, you know, this doesn't mean very saline or anything
0: like that. He's just growing some fucking weed. Sorry, my I said on my seed experiment, I had sixteen clones running at one time on my seed experiment. So I mean, thirty-four. That's just. Basically twice as many clones as I had on the table. That's Mm. all it is. Mm. It's nothing.
1: So, yeah. And uh, like I say, this doesn't seem very much. So there's a reason why I bought up this article and you'll see shortly when we get towards the end, but I'll read through it. You've got officers from the Northern Problem Solving Disco. What the fuck is that? Officers from Mm. (laughs) the Northern Problem Solving Team. Brilliant. Uh, Brilliant. Fucking hell. (laughs) Heroes. Not all heroes wear capes. You know, uh, (laughs) officers from the northern problem-solving team discovered a cannabis farm at a house in Roncorn. A warrant was conducted at around 7.30 a.m. on Friday, the 16th of June. Officers attended an address on Brook Terrace, Roncorn. As a result, officers recovered around and recovered, you know, recovered, didn't didn't discover anything. They recovered it because they were previously in possession of these 34 plants, (laughs) and now they've recovered them. What are you talking about? God damn. Uh, not all heroes wear capes, hashtag. Uh, Warren, uh, where was we as a result? Officers recovered around 34 cannabis plants along with equipment used in the
0: production of cannabis. It still Eight. says around 34 plants. So you mm-hmm. again okay. You, you
1: see how after 34 they capitalized the C on cannabis. You see that? <laughs>
0: anyway? See that? It's like yeah.
1: who the fuck wrote this? Anyway, anyway, let's concentrate. <laughs> a 34-year-old man from Liverpool was arrested on suspicion of cannabis production and has since been released on bail. Sergeant Middleton of, Nor- of the Northern Problem Solving Team, uh, I, wonder what, I wonder how good they are at quiz night, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. following, following inquiries, our officers were able to quickly identify that this property was being used for cannabis cultivation. We have now been able to seize a large quantity of drugs, preventing them from being distributed on the streets of Roncorn. Illegal drugs can have devastating impact on our communities, and I ask anyone who is suspected a property of being used to cultivate cannabis to contact us on one o one. This frustrates me. on On the weekend, this weekend, ra- random kind of tangent, just for a few seconds, it's okay, don't go away, but. You know, my friends went out to an event this weekend and one of them is a medical cannabis user and he managed to get cannabis into this event and it's like oh the guys on the door like three of them have a cannabis prescription and it's like what the fuck is going on here so essentially now in the uk you can have cannabis everybody you can use it legally everybody but you have to pay a fee to the fucking government or not essentially the government but any one of these companies that like the government are fucking allowed to so if you if you're paying that 50 pound every three months to the fucking government organization and you got your little fucking receipt saying i'm a medical cannabis user you're absolutely fine but if you don't do that then you're not not absolutely fucking fine this is a joke man this is an absolute fucking farce it, it, it really is a double tiered system it's way more than double there's like fucking three four different tiers of society we have here in the uk but if you are not paying your bribe sorry if you are not paying your fee for your prescription to use cannabis you are not allowed to use it. But if you are paying the fee, you are allowed to use it. It's absolutely ridiculous, man. But it carries on with this article here. You know, people uh, suspecting that a place is being used for a cannabis farm. It says, there are a number of signs that could indicate that a property is being used as a cannabis farm. These include. Yeah, Gilbert just said in the chat that this is how legislation goes in the West. It's a fucking joke, man. It's absolutely disgusting. But anyway, we'll carry on here. It says, a strong and sickly sweet smell. Okay. Mm. You know, mm. uh, equipment to grow cannabis is being taken into a house. For example, lighting and ventilation equipment. Okay. Mm. You know, th- this is something that you do need to keep an eye on when you're bringing stuff into the house. You know, when you're first setting up your grow room and stuff, just be careful about who's watching and try and do it where they're not watching.
0: No, you and bring it, things into... A Little at a time, you don't bring it all in at one mm-hmm, time.
2: Mm-hmm. Don't, don't be opening that big box from the postman while you're speaking to Gary from next door and bring you know his beans in or some shit. You know <laughs> I mean, open the
0: door. <laughs> Damn, my new light got here. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs>
2: HOG's delivered. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: It
1: says uh constantly covered or blocked off windows. Cannabis factories often have constantly closed curtains, blackout blinds, or foil coverings. Okay. So these are things that you just need to be keeping an eye of, you know, just to make sure that you're not dodgy as fuck. Uh, people come in and go in at all hours or neighbours you never see. This That's just the standard thing in the UK nowadays. People don't like yeah. each other anymore. You know, they stay well <laughs> the fuck away from you. People come in and go in at all hours. That's normal. You know, or neighbours you never see. Your neighbours are most likely dickheads, man, especially the type of neighbours to be looking out the window at what you're bringing in from your fucking car at random hours. You don't want to associate with them,
0: people. I mean? oh, so fuck them. Anyway, Damn, so- of all my of all my neighbors, I'm the person who has the least people coming and going from this house.
2: Yeah, the, the very, very wise, wise thought- there, okay. monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought that was part of the British culture, isn't it? Is that the the least interaction with other people possible? You
1: know what I mean. But but if you're growing cannabis, you know, make sure you have a good relationship with your neighbors. It's like the opposite. You know, it's like yeah. if somebody is over friendly, be suspicious you know <laughs> yeah, a strong and constant lighting day and night that's definitely a, a fucking a giveaway there because if there's a lot of lights on at night something definitely is dodgy is going on because you know the electricity is expensive in the uk uh, high levels of heat and condensation cannabis factories often give off heat and the windows stay misted up so be careful of that shit as well everybody constant buzz of ventilation Listen out for a whirring sound as growers try to create an ideal climate for the plants to grow. Lots of power cables. Gangs dig underground to lay cables that hook up these things like lamps. (laughs) lampposts, so they don't have to pay for the enormous amounts of electricity they use. Anyone who may have information in relation to the discovery on Brook Terrace can contact Cheshire Police on 101. Information can also be passed on and honestly, by calling Crime Stoppers, blah 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 blah, it's like really, come on. Is well, this one where thing, we still are? One Sorry,
0: thing Rocky. we keep, one thing we keep telling people over and over and over is, uh, home growers don't steal electricity. Just don't mm, do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, don't need to.
2: No, you if you if you run an LED, you don't need to. You can <laughs> grow plenty <laughs>
0: enough weed with very little power. You don't need to pay. You don't need to do this stuff, and you're only going to get yourself busted. That's a mm-hmm. huge red flag, mm-hmm. you know. Utility companies going to send the police around when they find
1: it. That's right, man. Be careful out there, everybody. And remember, neighbors,
0: everybody needs good neighbors. <laughs> Mind your own business. Keep your lawns cut, your house <laughs> clean. No reason to suspect anything. Just be a neighbor. Just be a regular person. If people are on your block, don't socialize, don't socialize. If they but do, I- get to
1: know them. I just wanted to quickly hit this one as well, which kind of relates to it because it's on the UK and we're fucked. But uh, they spoke about gangs digging up things to get their free, you know, their free electricity. And this is a problem we have in the UK, not just in the UK, but in many countries we have this problem with gangs and it's getting even worse here in the UK. But here we have Hartley Paul advan. So this is a van with advertisement on it to warn about risk of violent drug gangs and cannabis farms. Uh, A Crime Stoppers ad van was out and about across Hartlepool to engage with communities about the harms and dangers associated with organised crime gangs and cannabis cultivation. Properties are often taken over by criminal gangs to produce drugs using violence, exploitation and intimidation. Workers within cannabis farms have often been trafficked and are used as modern slaves. Cannabis farms pose a serious threat to neighbourhoods, as there is a high risk of fatal fires as electricity meters are often bypassed and overloaded. And then we have this from uh, Fleur Brown. Uh, All too often, we think that crime wouldn't be happening in our street, but it often can be. Cannabis farms and all illegal drug activity not only has a detrimental effect on communities, but on vulnerable people who are often coerced or exploited into carrying out illegal activities by criminal gangs these gangs do not care who they exploit or about the violence and damage they bring to the communities. Their only care is about the amount of profit they are making. If you have any information about drug gangs, blah, 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 blah. Now, this is the thing here. Let me just go back and say something here. These gangs do not care who they exploit about the violence or damage they bring to the communities. No, you know who doesn't care? The fucking police don't care. Because if they did care, something would be done about this shit. And after 50 years of the Misuse of Drugs Act here in the UK, surely they would have figured out that there's nothing they can do about this shit. And the only way they can stop criminal gangs from exploiting old people and people at risk, you know, vulnerable with people and you know ruining communities. The only way they can fix this is by properly legalizing and regulating drugs instead of leaving it illegal and in, the, in the hands of the criminals like they have done for the last 50 years. This is only making things worse. So they need to fix what the fuck they're doing. They should stop trying to expect people in communities to be their fucking, their, un, their unpaid servants. You know what I mean? It, it pisses me off, man. It's like, at what point are they going to realise that they're never going to be able to stop this? The only way you can keep these people safe is by changing the fucking laws. You know what I'm saying, lads?
2: Yeah. Do your fucking job. Leave us alone.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck you, man. But anyway, yes. What's next? What's next, man? you want to do yours, Bubble? You you have one here.
2: Mine's actually pretty good. It's up to you if you want. To, if you want to save the good news to last. All right,
1: we'll save the good news to last. Then, if Monkey wants to do his one.
0: <laughs> okay, well we'll go this way then.
1: <laughs> I can't show this one on screen because it was like this is not available in your area. Oh, I did not know mm-hmm. that.
0: Okay. Florida officer fired over medical marijuana use. Appeals court upholds termination of corrections sergeant.
1: Damn. So, like, he was fired for using cannabis medicinally, taking it to court, and and he still got fired. They didn't reinstate him.
0: Yeah. And they give some interesting, uh, interesting. How does that feel? How
1: does that feel, you prick? huh
0: <laughs> so, sorry sorry well first of all I want, I want to be clear here we're talking about a corrections officer which means he works in the prison system more than likely so he's not an officer on the street driving a car arresting people that kind of stuff like that so he's in the gang though he's in that he's in that gang. yeah but it, yeah. it makes it makes a difference here you know because you yeah, know, yeah. Mm-hmm. you really i mean i could understand how people may have a bit more of a concern for an officer who's in. Who's in constant contact with the public and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I'm not sure since we are internationally in this on this podcast, I'm not sure if everybody was aware that he is a corrections officer. Okay. A state appeals court on Wednesday upheld the firing of a Florida Department of Corrections officer for using medical cannabis, pointing to a federal law and job requirement that he is that he must be able to use guns. Remember, we keep talking about the Second Amendment and cannabis over here in Mm -hmm. the U.S., and they have that stupid thing on a gun application saying, do you use marijuana? So it's like, yeah. So this ties back into some things that we've talked about in the past. A three-judge panel in the first district court rejected arguments by Samuel Vales Ortiz, a, a former sergeant for the Department of Corrections, who was approved for a doctor to use medical marijuana to treat to, to treat his PTSD disorder um, yeah. related to previous military service, according to documents filed in the case. So this guy Damn. is a military veteran who just wants some relief. You know, but fuck you, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, really, yeah. He, well, they gave him the medicine, but it's, you know, here, here we go. Florida says, "Oh, we can't do this." Okay, Ortiz failed a random drug test in 2021, ultimately leading ultimately leading to the his firing under the Department of Corrections zero-tolerance tolerance policy. He challenged the firing and took the dispute to the 1st District Court of Appeals after the state Public Employees Relations Commission backed the dismissal. Florida voters in in 2016 approved a constitutional amendment that allows the use of medical cannabis. On Wednesday's ruling by the three-judge panel pointed to uh, cannabis being illegal under federal law and said that Ortiz would be committing a felony by using cannabis and possessing a gun. Wow. It said that the correction officer in part are required to qualify with firearms and be able and must be able to be issued guns in in situations such as a prison riot. Because Mr. Ortiz uses medical cannabis to treat his PTSD, he's a regular user of cannabis, said the ruling written by Judge Clay Roberts. Anyway, although he can legally possess and use medical cannabis under the state law, his use of it is illegal under the federal law accordingly he cannot lawfully possess a firearm each time he does he's committing a felony and each year he's required to possess a firearm to qualify okay now understand what he's saying here that once a year he is allowed he's required to possess a firearm simply because he has to go out on a range and prove that he can shoot okay He's not not required because of his job in the Department of Corrections to possess a firearm every day. He has to have it once a year. So that, to me, is just absolutely bonkers right here. The judge is saying, oh, because he can't qualify with a firearm without possessing a firearm, he, he can't have the job
1: yeah it it just it just just, just rages me sorry bubble sorry i'm I'm not gonna freak out i'm not
2: gonna freak out no i was just gonna carry on uh, all 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 i was gonna say was it just sounds like they're just finding an excuse it's it's one of those we you know we we found out you smoke weed we don't like that so we're gonna find any excuse to sack you
0: it's it's the because i said so excuse you know yeah it's like, yeah. as a result he is violating his requirement to maintain good moral character which is required to keep his correctional officer certification whoa so basically they're saying that they're firing because of moral character here this oh, is really you know stupid. what
1: you know what really pisses me off i'm gonna just gonna just a little run here no, i promise i'll not go too far i hope i don't but fuck me this is disgusting man So this guy is just trying to keep an honest job and keep food on his fucking family's table, man. He's also trying to take himself out of the mental torture that he has to go through from having PTSD from serving his fucking country. And he comes back from serving his country. And he also is there protecting people by making sure people in prisons ain't going fucking rioting and shit. You know, he's doing the best he can for the community he fucking lives in. And now he's not allowed to have a firearm because he chooses to, well, not even chooses to cannabis is his medicine. This is not necessarily a choice. Sure. The type of medicine he chooses, it chose is a choice. But it works for him. So he should have the right to that fucking medicine, man. That is absolutely disgusting. And for it to be federally illegal for him to use. I mean, One of the reasons why we've been seeing a lot about this submarine this week, everybody, is because a certain son of a certain political person in the USA was (laughs) pleaded guilty to possession of a firearm while he was high on crack. Crack everybody, and also misdemeanor. Finger quotation marks. Misdemeanor tax evasion for one point two million dollars. But this guy, this guy smoking cannabis,
0: loses his job. Smoking (laughs) cannabis off duty while not using or even handling a gun. You no, know, all this. The time. injustice
1: is unreal, man. Yeah. The double standards we all have to live by, and as I said, it's more than double standards nowadays. There's like three or four different levels to this shit, man.
2: Unreal. unreal. Well, the we'll man's we'll, trying see- to
1: make money to feed his fucking kids, man. Yep. Damn.
2: See, it's. I just don't get like so. It's you know they go they're carrying on about using weed with guns, yet it's quite acceptable for you to down three quarters of bottle of Jack and shoot a microwave full of tannerite. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I just don't get that. Like, if anything, you'd think that's just as bad. So why are you allowing, you know?
0: Well, that doesn't say you can't go home from your correctional officer's job every night and get completely hammered, wake up with a hangover and go back to work the next day and do it exactly. every day. And it's like, wait a minute, who would, I wear, who would I rather be dealing with on a daily basis? And I think I, I you know which one I'm going to pick. Let home. me have the cannabis smoker who's taking care of his health, not the guy who's trying to hide a problem by, by uh, burying his sorrow in a bottle. What's that saying? Yeah. Only in Florida, you know? Really?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, let's see. we're getting long here, so let me just finish this real quick so we can move on. Um, in a brief uh, last year, Ortiz's attorney cited a 2016 state constitutional amendment that said the officer did uh, did not use medical marijuana while on duty. The department attempts to cloud the main issue of the case, ignoring the fact that the the appellant, Mr. Ortiz, was terminated for being a legal medical cannabis user, the attorney wrote in his brief. The department implies that the appellant was seeking to use medical cannabis on-site. The case before the court is not about having accommodations for on-site use of medical marijuana. Rather, it revolves around the discrimination against the appellant for being a medical cannabis user. More importantly... Not once did the appellant possess or use medical cannabis while on the department's premises during work hours. The the uh, or attended work under the influence of cannabis. He did never ever used it on site. He was always sober when he went to work. He was never high. And he came home, but they're still going to fire him because oh, you use it every now and then, right? So, Mind well, you know, by far. by
2: that by that same metric. Nobody that's an epileptic should have access to weapons. If they, you know, if they use, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, kind of, sort of, but you know, they kind of have the outage that out in the uh, U.S. on the firearms form. There, it does yeah. ask about mental health. Uh, it can, but of course, kind, mental kind of health, sort of, You know, <laughs> mental well, mental health is a gray area. Define mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's a, that's a rough mm-hmm. one. But mm-hmm. this is what this is what the the, the ultimate judges are saying here. Ortiz does not dispute that the department may validly prohibit correctional officers from being under the influence of cannabis, including medical cannabis while on the job, no matter whether the officer ingests that substance while on site. The state state brief said, yet the department has no way to distinguish between an officer who is high on the job because he ingested medical cannabis from a person or who ingested it on the same drug on or off site, the results would be unattainable risk to the public safety a correctional officer who shows up to work high or experiencing the lingering effects of cannabis including the lack of focus or delayed reaction time may not trigger alarm bells until the worst case scenario has always come to pass so they're basically telling us now if you have any cannabis in your system at all ever that they're thinking that you're going to be off your your response time is going to be off something's going to be crazy with you here so basically, Dan, the, the, the government is not listening to all the research here that keeps telling you that you know medical cannabis is no. safe. When when you're done with it, you're fine. You walk away. They keep thinking that it's gonna mess up your brain.
1: The only thing they listen to is the sound of money notes fluttering together as you fan them in front of their faces. But then the doorman said, "The crap I went through." meant I had to be tested and was allowed alcohol in my system. But apparently cannabis is cannabis for mental health and sleep aid meant I was a degenerate and an unsafe parent. Disgusting. That's crazy. I mean, it's, it's dumb.
0: Yeah. I mean, this guy, like you said it, Mackie, this guy was, was a veteran. He was a Patriot. He's doing his job. He's not asking for a handout. He just wants to take care of his own health and look Mm -hmm. at him. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: kind of glad we didn't end on this note. <laughs> yeah.
0: God well, I mean, at first, when I read the article's title, I'm going like, oh, it's a police officer, fuck it, who cares? But then I started reading this, and I said, well, this crosses over by so many ways here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just, it's just another guy out there just doing his job, just trying to get his regular medicine, you know, not trying to go to work high, just wants to, wants to be well.
1: And it's like, what does that do to people, you know, people reading stories like this? who are in a similar position who would like to use cannabis as medicine and their doctor is even prescribing it to them. And they're like, sorry, doctor, I can't accept that medicine because I will lose my job and my firearms license. Mm-hmm. So does that happen to for any other medicine? No. Take whatever mm. the fuck you like, man. Even those, those <laughs> antidepressants where the side effects are side effects are suicidal thoughts and death, you know,
0: but that's absolutely right.
1: fine. Carry
0: on. Oh, yeah, don't worry about it. You you got really severe back pain. You go home, you take Percocet at night. You can get up in the morning. You got a gun to go ahead, go to work. No problem. Mm. That's prescribed medicine. Yeah, don't worry about it. Nuts. Absolutely. Thank you, government,
1: for keeping us safe. We love you, (laughs) government. If
0: that's what you (laughs) call it.
1: God
2: damn. Let's get some good news and finish it off. Come on, come on, cheer us up, bro. So, um, we have had a little bit of movement down under, so legalized cannabis, you mean like bowel movement. A... Yeah, all... <laughs> Is that what I smell
1: down there? You know, a little bit of movement down uh, under. It's like, okay, okay.
2: More... <laughs> more more movement than down in the sub, but we won't go into that. Oh no, um, go. How many sub references in the show so far, everybody? So, Gellert's just dropped one too. No pressure. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, let, let, let's oh, get the flags. article done. God, Jesus Christ! You know, flags everywhere, flags. <laughs>
2: oh well, dear! Right. Bubble house so, performance is crumbling. It's just falling apart at the seams. It was it never going to be good. <laughs> it, it shattered. Shouldn't should have known it was going to go this way from the start. You're sunk. Um,
0: yeah,
1: that's it.
2: Yeah. monkey there's you said fucking... you wasn't getting involved in this. you were going to be the guy with the
1: decorum monkey oh.
2: <laughs> there's a hole okay. in my boat sinking.
1: oh shit
2: oh. alright legalised cannabis makes united push for personal marijuana use in three Australian states uh, legalised cannabis MPs are launching a coordinated push to make marijuana legal for personal use in three states and overhaul what the party says is outdated legislation that unnecessarily criminalizes people. Uh, the, drug, the party's drug reform bill will be introduced on Tuesday in state parliaments in Victoria, New South Wales, and Western Australia, the jurisdiction, jurisdictions where it has uh, representation in the state's upper houses. Legalized cannabis says it is the first time the same bill has been introduced across three states on the same day. Uh, the for the reform which would allow adults to possess and grow small quantities of cannabis at home is similar to the ACT's model that came into effect in 2020. Uh, Rachel Payne, a Victorian legalised cannabis MP, said the bill encouraged state governments to be on the right side of history when it comes to cannabis law reform. She said long-standing prohibition meant Australians were criminalised for consuming cannabis, which was particularly prevalent among First Nations people. Who are overrepresented in the criminal justice system? Uh, these laws are currently causing real harm, and we, as a, should as a society, come together to prevent any further harm," she said. Legalised cannabis, New South Wales MP Jeremy Buckingham said the party wanted consistency on cannabis across Australia to ensure there was a national debate about responsible use of the drug. At the moment, each state has a set of laws that are being deregulated. That's the trajectory of cannabis law reform, but it is in a very ad hoc way, he said. Uh, Buckingham said he believed cannabis law reform was inevitable in New South Wales. He pointed to previous commentary by the New South Wales Premier, Chris Minns, who while in opposition, argued for the legalisation of cannabis in 2019. Minns ruled out decriminalisation in the lead up to this March state election. Um, so he said he was arguing for it and now he's not. So that's you know typical politician um Payne, buckingham and legalized cannabis wamp dr brian walker will introduce the bill in their respective parliaments on tuesday so this happened earlier in the week uh the party calls for states to amend existing legislation and make it legal for adults to possess small quantities of cannabis for personal use and cultivate a maximum of six plants uh, for personal use titled regulation of personal adult use of cannabis bill 2023 the bill would also allow an adult who is lawfully in possession of cannabis to gift the drug to another adult. It would not allow people aged under 18 to access the drug and would make no changes to the offences of selling cannabis. Uh, so the reform is similar to the ACT's reforms that came into effect in 2020. Under the territory's legislation, an adult can lawfully possess up to 50 grams of dried cannabis or up to 150 grams of fresh cannabis and grow up to two cannabis plants per person, a maximum of four per person, household and use cannabis in a household uh, Payne pointed to a recent study that concluded there was no evidence that cannabis use had a significant effect on the incidence of psychosis for people at high risk of it the authors of that report published uh, in the psychiatry and clinical neuroscience journal noted their findings were not consistent with epidem oh, epidemiological <laughs> data nice. I, think I nailed that!
1: Bow. Bow. <laughs> uh, it's like david
2: Databur or something that was fucking (laughs) perfect (laughs) yeah i nailed that one oh that's it oh that's it that's the end of the article i can walk away happy now um yeah anyway data linking cannabis used to an increased risk of developing psychosis the researchers said that they could not exclude the possibility that an association between cannabis use and transition to psychosis might have been evident if the follow-up period had been longer than two years they said most transitions to psychosis occurred within the two-year time frame. Uh, the Victorian premier Daniel Andrews has previously said he has no plans to legalize marijuana beyond medical use, saying drug-induced psychosis was a significant issue <laughs> uh, for some <laughs> in the community. Again. So, so this is the thing, right? There's um so far we've seen slightly um slight pushback in WA and uh, in Victoria already on these, but I haven't seen anything coming out of New South Wales yet. So there hasn't been any any real statements. Like as soon as they pushed this through and, and they tabled all these bills, um, WA was like one of the first to come out and went, yeah, not happening. And then Victoria came out and Dan Andrews was asked about it on, um, on a uh, – an interview, and he was like, Yeah, no, not probably not going to happen. He's they're more concerned about getting the driving rights going. Um, so they're currently because they is Victoria's currently trying to push through a bill to amend the um the driving act, uh, so that medicinal cannabis users are still allowed to drive. So there's they're you know they're kind of fighting that front. Um, but yeah, so it's it's basically six plants, and be I don't know what the total amount allowed to have on hand is going to be I know it's probably going to be more than what they do in the ACT um but to me this is this is good news and going hand in hand with the fact that um the UN's come out and drop that statement that just <laughs> adds fuel to that fire so <laughs>
1: you see you see what danny and doorman said in the chat there he says wait what the dude's name was daniel andrews is this a joke
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's my real
1: name <laughs> damn you are living in a simulation bro see ya. hold on
2: what that's his name
1: yeah uh, allegedly Dan- so from danny and doorman yeah mm-hmm.
2: wow wow okay yeah
1: and also, uh, Donkey Kong was it? Donkey Kong. He says two first names. Never trust a person with two first names. My grandpappy used to say. Yeah, or, or a man in a
2: tunic, either of the two.
1: Or a man in a bow tie. I watched that yeah. too. You know. <laughs> but yeah, that's interesting. No joke, man. That's crazy.
2: Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's the he's the he's the Victorian premier. He's not well liked, so you know. <laughs> Uh,
1: it's so what does this mean then for Australia is it going to change soon is, is there hope will
2: this go uh, anywhere see it's I'm in two minds I I, I don't think W I think WA is probably going to be one of the last to change They, they really don't like the change on on cannabis and and their premiers yeah he he wasn't he wasn't big with it so um but I really think out of out of all of them Victoria and New South Wales, we probably have a chance. Um, nice. It's, it won't be debated till later in the year. Um, if it ha- if it gets debated this year, maybe next year, um, it just takes that long for shit to get through our parliament. Mm. But I think, you know, I, I honestly think at least it opens a discussion. Um, all the journalism I've seen bar maybe one or two from, um, from some of the more conservative ones, it's all been pretty positive. Um, everything I've seen they, you know, everyone's pretty much like, you know, it's about time and everyone's talking about it positively as opposed to, you know, if it was 10 years ago, um, they'd be just getting the piss taken out of them on live TV, but now they're actually bringing a lot of them on, um, onto the live shows and having a chat with them and actually giving them a, a chance to air it, asking them questions and then letting them respond without jumping down their throat or throwing, um, throwing shade at them. So uh, I did see they had um Brian Walker on the other day. He was on, on the news and he's 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 the West Australian fellow. We we had him on before we had mm-hmm. a good chat with mm-hmm. him. He, he the the way he answered the questions and, and and in the way he answered them it just went to show that that it's it's changing slowly but it is changing. Like he had an answer for everything. And it was everything he was saying was eloquent. So there was, it was, it all came out nice. It all came out, um, you know, the the arguments weren't, well, fuck you, I'll do what I want. He actually had science to back his his answers up. Mm-hmm. And so no matter the questions they threw at him, it was good. But I, I honestly think, you know, this this coming through opens up the discussion. If it happens and and you know, one of the states gets up. Then it'll just it'll all fall like dominoes because once they start seeing the money pouring into a state, yeah, the, the other states will want it. Um, money talks, man. It'll just be which state they uh which state goes first. So, but I, I feel I, I feel if it's going to be either of the two, it's either New South Wales or Victoria, and I have more of a feeling that New South Wales is more than li- more likely to be the one that goes before Victoria, which I never thought I'd be saying. To be fair, because you'd think more Victoria would be the one that would, um, because they, they tend to be the ones that do stuff first and then the rest of the country follows. Um, but you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, man, good luck,
1: bro. Good luck. But we, we've, we've, we've like seriously over time here with our cannabis news, and this yeah. happened last week as well. We need Marge to come back next week to keep us on our fucking <laughs> timelines. You
2: know
3: <laughs> stop <laughs> let, stop the submarine quickly, uh,
1: segues. Oh God, look what you've done. You've done it again. You said the word <laughs>
0: submarine again. So you
3: got a <laughs>
1: mind thinking. Uh yeah. So quickly we'll cover this forum news because we have quite a bit here as well. There's three comps over at room.com right now. Uh the HLG High or Low, where you can win a HLG light by picking higher or lower when it comes to the cards. Go over to the uh the website to see what the fuck I'm talking about there. We also have the Weed Seed Express monthly spin where they're giving away a 10 pack of seeds as well. So you can win seeds and a light. And we also have a competition from the vault where you can win five seeds from original sensible seeds. So lots of shit going on, man. So if you want to come and win some stuff, get over to Percy'sGrowroom.com if you haven't already. Uh hmm. yeah, anything else? Yeah. Uh, and I've had some new stickers arrive today. God damn. The postage scenario on these stickers was an absolute fucking farce. Let me tell you. <laughs> But now I have them, okay, everybody? We'll, we'll go into that story on one of the uh, the Patreon shows because we're already way over time here. But goddamn, it was a piss take. So if you want some stickers, you know, for high on homegrown stickers or Percy's Grow Room stickers, uh, let me know. You know, get in touch. I'll send them out so you can stick some on, like, police cars and things. I'm only joking. Don't do that. I'm not there. Not for police cars, man. Shit.
0: <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'm hunt you this, down. This... I want to know where those stickers came from. Huh? <laughs> yeah.
2: There's about 15 light poles up at Surfers Paradise that have high on homegrown stickers on them. Well, they nice. did. Yeah, th- <laughs> things like that. It.
1: Yeah, you know, just just a uh, safe places, everybody, where people can see them. You, you, but you know, if you want stickers, then let me know and I'll sort you out. Also, we have some maintenance coming this week on the forum. The site will be down temporarily, maybe down temporarily, uh, but only for a few minutes at a time. Shouldn't cause too many issues, but you never know. When you do these kind of upgrades, you're expecting everything to go smooth as fuck. But you know, software man. <laughs> Anybody who knows software, you know, you know that it doesn't always go as smooth as fuck. It should do, and hopefully it does. But there might be issues, so I just thought I'd let you all know just in case. Also, the interview is coming up on the show over the next couple of weeks. We have uh, Mr. It coming in on Tuesday to come and chat to us. And Marco from the Brian and Marco show on Thursday as well. And of course, if you want to catch these interviews live, unedited as they happen, then you you can become a patreon of the podcast and of the forum. Just go to patreon.com slash Percy's Grow Room. You'll see our page there. And you can become a Patreon for a little as every month, you know, and it helps out the forum, helps out the podcast, keeps the bills paid, keeps the lights on, and you'll be able to check out the content like this and also get High on Homegrown Badge if you haven't had one before, everybody. But uh, as well as those interviews, we have Gino Kenny, who's an Irish politician putting in a, a cannabis bill over in Ireland. He's been on the show before. He's coming back again on the 11th of July. We have Wee. Chris Trump, who knows a shitload about k oh. He is coming on the 13th of July. And then on the 19th of July, the king returns to high and homegrown. Tommy Chong will be joining us for a session. Hey. Oh, man. You know I'm saying, yes, that's going to be good fun, man. Uh yeah, so become a patron if you want to watch those live, but those interviews will be going out at some point in the future as well to everybody so everybody can download and listen to those interviews. So yes, that's everything for the cannabis news event. and there we go everybody that was this week's cannabis news and events but before we end the episode i just want to remind you all that we have these new high on homegrown badges that are available to our patreons so if you are a patreon and you want one of these badges then please get in touch so we can send one out to you also if you want one of these badges and you're not a patreon then do feel free to sign up to the patreon it's very cheap it's only four dollars and 20 cents a month very cheap it's just over a pound a week that's like 30 cents per episode because we put three episodes out a week so it's very cheap man and it's a great way to support the site it's a great way to support the show so if you can become a patreon then please do so it is massively appreciated so if you wanted to become a patreon just head over to patreon.com slash persis room and you'll be able to find us there and become a patreon but of course no pressure but the best way you can support the show is by sharing it so please feel free to share the show on any of your favorite social networks like Facebook Twitter Instagram with a friend in real life anything like that sharing the show and getting more listeners in is a great way to support us so please do that but of course the best way to support us is by being here and downloading and listening to the episodes every week so to you guys who do that Thank you very much. We appreciate you massively and I am glad you are here listening to the show after all this time. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we will catch you on Wednesday for the next one, which was an interview with Jeremy from Soil. It's a very good one. You're going to enjoy it. So we'll see you then. Stay high and stay safe, of course, and we'll catch you on the next one. Goodbye.